Ever feel like you got up on the wrong side of the bed? Life's too short. I don't waste a minute of it. Welcome to the Michael Chavez podcast and discover what it's like on the other side of the bed. Here's your host. Welcome to my show. This is Michael Chavez. And I believe our attitudes and belief systems can build or destroy our futures. With all the people I've heard talk about waking up on the wrong side of the bed, I wanted to share insights about the other side of the bed. Today I'm speaking with Cassandra Nordoff. She is the business development executive with El Rincon Mexican Kitchen and Tequila Bar. You can't be from Texas if you don't like Mexican food or tequila. So welcome to the show there. Thank you so much. Um, it's a pleasure being here. I'm excited to have you here. I was thinking about this, you know, when the first time we met and, you know, we talked about doing podcasts. And yes. so I want to jump in. It's like business development executive. Exactly what does that mean? Yeah. Um, so I handle a lot of the going to chambers, doing networking events, trying to get the name out there for people to know. Um, I also handle catering and special event requests, and that's a whole separate thing. Um, but I enjoy what I do. So uh, a lot of me going to networking and chamber events, it's not just speaking on, but also showing you know what I can bring forth as a person that represents the restaurant. And so um, being with the holidays, you know, we have a lot of specials going on. And, um, you know, I handle all your catering requests, whether it starts from the beginning, and then it takes it to the end. I'm there through the whole process. So you know, you can trust me. And you also get 10% off every single time you work with me. And that's just my way of saying thank you for trusting me. Um, And so yeah, I really enjoy it. And I bring people in for one on ones as well. Right. And we talked about earlier about how you're an introvert. So how does that how does that really uh, how does this position help you with some of your fears or some of the doubts that you may have had? Yeah. So um, I grew up very quiet. Um, I didn't really talk to a lot of people. And as I started getting older and I had my first job, you know, at 16, you kind of have to start pulling extrovert parts of yourself that you didn't really think you had. Um, Now I'm 29 and I'm realizing that you can't live in a shell. You have to bring yourself out there, but it has been so rewarding. I will definitely say that. I think it's been an experience, not just for me as uh, internally, but to also see people's reactions and how much they are, um, they like to converse and and want to know more and so I'm like wow you know thank you for giving me that opportunity because I've always felt like a loner and these times right now I'm feeling like I'm like on top you know <laughs> right right and that's that's easy to do because you know we're not created to be like in a box and separate from one another and so the last couple of years have been very challenging for a lot of people and they talk about the mental health and one of the things that I noticed about you was your attitude and just your you know the things that you know, you might not think people see, but it was something that was very noticeable to me. And so when I talk about, you know, attitudes and beliefs, yeah. and there's some things that you shared with me about, you know, your attitudes and beliefs about yourself. And then you talk about how you want to talk to people and you want to get, you know, bring people in, mm-hmm. right? And so those are the things that I noticed, and that's why I invite you to the show, because this is something that just really plays into the, you know, performance and mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And so many people are so worried about, I can't do this, I can't do that. Well, you know, I don't know anybody, but you know, you don't seem to have that attitude. So that just really helps. Yeah, um, I am a kind of person that applies themselves in everything that they do. So I, when I 
left serving after eight years. That's all I had as an experience, you know, working in the restaurant industry and then being given an opportunity to work in a corporate setting. It was my first like big girl job, you know, and um, it was absolutely amazing to learn and how quickly I learned and picked up because I write everything down and I ask a million questions. And once I feel confident, then I'm like, oh, this is easy. I can do it with my eyes closed. And so, um, you know, through that, I've been able to apply myself in everything that I do, um, whether it be work or whether it be, um, you know, in my personal life, that to me is super important. And so I go in with a positive attitude and I also am realistic. I know that I'm not always going to get the sinker or whatever it is, but I'm going to have people remember me. And that's, that's super important to me. Right. And it's, it's about planting the seed first, mm -hmm. you know, like somebody say, you don't get married on the first date. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you talk to people, you get to know them. And of course, you get an idea as to what they're thinking as well. And so the biggest thing, especially with, you say, you don't get attached to the results. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what I hear. You don't get attached to the results. And, and that's why some people struggle with a lot of things in mm -hmm. life, uh, whether they're selling something or perhaps they're uh, trying to date somebody or something like that. They just get too attached to whatever the results are, right? Right, yes. You're, you're absolutely right. And it's uh, about learning that, you know, there's going to be yeses and there's going to be noes. And that's life in general. It's not just business, it's life. And so if you take it, you know, too hard, it's going to be hard for you to get up and move on to the next thing. Rather than if you just have a positive mindset and you're like, you know what, you didn't use me this time and that's okay. You know, I don't see it as a loss. I see it as, you know, an experience and something that I can learn from as to why maybe I didn't get the you know, that job or whatever. But, um, you know, I'm, I just try to have a positive outlook because somebody once said that there are people out there that wish that they could have your bad days. And that really makes you think because you're, you may be like, wow, I'm having such a bad day. I'm having this and that, but there are people out there that are doing a lot worse. And so we need to really be thankful and, and, you know, take a moment for that. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> there's a book that I read, um, on the science of getting rich mm. and the, Books about wealth have nothing to do with money. And so there are people who are trying to find the answers on how they earn money. And basically, it's about the attitude and the gratitude especially. Mm -hmm. And so Wallace Waddles talks about that in the book, The Science of Getting Rich. And his longest chapter is about gratitude, being grateful for what you have and not worrying about what you don't have. Mm -hmm. And so if you're grateful for the little things, you know, the more you're grateful for them or the more you focus on the gratitude – the more other opportunities come to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's kind of just all ties in with people will feel your energy. And so if they feel that you are optimistic and you're positive and you're happy and you love what you do, oh my gosh, people are going to work with you because they feel that. And I, and I really, not tooting my own horn or anything, but I get a lot of compliments on how I approach things and that they want to work with me just simply because of the attitude that I exude. And so I'm like, I take that as a win because there's a lot of people that are my age that don't have that, you know, and here I am with no actual, you know, like college or high school degrees per se, but here I am doing what other people go to school for. And I'm just beyond grateful that I have the right mindset and I was raised really well, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and as, as I've come to learn, it's like it's success is like 5% strategy and a 95% mindset. Mm -hmm. And inherently we are happy. Yeah. Everybody. And so we're always looking for that happiness. But well, you don't have to really focus on the happiness because it's already in you. 
And so when you're like feeling sad or blue or something like that, you know that you're off course. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's like, oh, I'm trying to find happiness. What's well, already there? You just have to put your focus in the right spot. Exactly. And that's what really helps some people succeed. And, you know, some people just don't understand that. And so it's hard to teach that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors to announce themselves here on the OBBM Network. It seems like there's never enough time in your business to get everything done that you need to. Searching for the right employees to represent your brand and satisfy your customers was already hard enough. And now there are even fewer options out there. How do you find the right people and keep them? My name is Terrell Tipton with Insperity, and we offer HR services that make your company make sense. Too often, local business owners take on HR activities, wanting to run their business on a shoestring. But that can mean sacrificing revenue-generating activities that allow you to continue to grow and serve your community at the level you want. Call 972-409-4316 today. I'll walk you through Insperity's outsourced HR services and health insurance options and help you come up with a plan that gets the most out of your business and your budget. Insperity provides stability to businesses in uncertain times and has been helping companies just like yours since 1986. Call 972-409-4316 and talk to me, Terrell Tipton. It's time for your business to run better, grow faster, and make more money. 972-409-4316. Call today. One last time, 972-409-4316. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. All right, welcome back. We're talking about mindset and attitudes. So we're talking with... Uh, Cassandra. Yes. Why don't you say Cassandra? <laughs> you can call me Cass, you know, Cass? that's easier. <laughs> okay, that's better. I like, because I was going to ask you about that, you know, what, what name do you go by and Cass really helps? Cass or Cassie, um, you know, I, I really respond to anything. I think the reason that I don't love going by my first name is because a lot of people say Cassandra and it's a pet peeve of mine. It's like, I'm, it's Cassandra, not Cassandra. But at the same time, I'm like, if I hear my name, I'll still respond, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's an easy name, and mm -hmm. like even people people misspell my last name. There's only six letters. Yeah. So I see, I see so many different letters of the alphabet in my last name, right? Uh huh. So when there's an L in the middle, it's like, how do they get the V? You know, an L out of the V, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're lucky because my name is nine letters and then eight letters, and my middle name's four, and it's just like. There's no balance in that at all. It's just crazy. <laughs> and it's also a German last name. So uh, people trying to pronounce it, it's it's funny. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. So, you know, the mindset that we talk about. And so there's some things that you shared with me about, you know, relationships especially. Mm -hmm. And so the one thing that sticks to me and, you know, when I think about relationships, everybody's like, you know, I'm looking for that perfect partner. Mm -hmm. And they talk about that I want my partner to respect me, to value me, to listen to me. Mm -hmm. But then remember, you know, one question that we don't ask ourselves, are you that person? Right. Are you the person who respects others? Are you that person who's willing to listen to others? Because we attract who we are, not what we want. And that's what I come to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, another thing I've heard aside from that is 
look for the people that you want in the right places. So like if you don't want to meet somebody at a bar, if that's, you know, that's something for you, then don't go there. But if you want to find somebody that has the same fitness goal as you, maybe the gym would be a good place to attract somebody like that. Um, relationships are hard. No matter how old you are and no matter how break how many breakups you've gone through, it's always difficult. But it's about loving yourself. That is really the most important thing. And I'm coming out of a seven-year relationship for, in January. And one of the biggest things was I now can tell you I felt super alone because I expected him to feed that happiness that I was missing from, from the relationship when I should have been the one that was supplementing that on my own and he was just an extra, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it goes back to what I was saying, you know, the happiness is inside. Mm-hmm. We're already happy. Yeah. And so when we're not on that cycle of happiness, then we know we're off course. And so there's so many things I can sit here and say, but this is, I don't want to be cliche, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, happiness is within. And you know when you're not in the right spot, you know, and this is that feedback. Our emotions are feedback. Mm-hmm. Tell us when our thoughts are in the wrong spot. And so many people are looking for that perfect partner saying, I'll be happy when I meet the right person. I'll be happy when I buy a new car. I'll be happy when I buy a new house. I'll be happy when I do. Well, if you're not happy now, right. how do you know what it's going to feel like when it gets there? Exactly. Yeah. If you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? That's yes. really what it is. And um you know, it it's still a learning process. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, January will be one year and I'm just trying to find who I am again. Who is Cassandra? What does she need? What does she deserve? And I met him at when I was 21 and I'm now 29. So there is a huge, vast difference in time. And so for me, it's important to kind of catch myself up and be like, okay, you are Cassandra. You are not X person's girlfriend or fiance, whatever, you are Cassandra. And that's something that's super important that I also learned in this process is that I can't see myself as a girlfriend, mother, whatever. I have to see myself as Cassandra and, you know, keep living my life for myself, not everybody else. Exactly. And so many, so, so many people miss that. Mm-hmm. And so those are things, like I said, that sticks out to me. And it's like, you know, I just need to talk to this young woman <laughs> more. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's about mindset and it's the attitude towards yourself. Mm-hmm. And Earl Nightingale says, you know, your attitude towards yourself will be the world's attitude towards you. And of course, there's somebody who said that before him. But it's something that you learn through reading and study and especially personal development. It's like, how can you expect others to love you mm-hmm. if you don't love yourself? Yeah. And if you don't know who you are, how can you expect other people to understand who you are? Oh my gosh, exactly. Yes, that is something that you are on spot about that you have to know and create that identification for yourself and not let somebody else create it for you. Oh yes, because people like to put labels on other people. Yes, they like do. That, person, <laughs> that person's overweight, that person's just just annoying and you know, yeah. it's just labeling. And just, and just like it is with a job, you know, there's going to be people out there that are not going to like you for whatever reason, but if you let that one little comment bring you down all the way back down, all that progress you made was for what, you know what I mean? So it's about knowing yourself and, and really respecting your, your beliefs and all of that. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, there's so many people, and myself included, they go from one job to the other, going one job to the other. And you read that like on LinkedIn and other articles, you know, mm-hmm. toxic workplace. And people are like walking away because of the work environment. Mm-hmm. Well, I've come through this, learned to study, and it's like, if you don't face your adversity, like you face your fears, it's always going to follow you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you go from one place to the other, and what you ran away from before is always going to be there. 
Mm-hmm. And if you don't sit there in your face and say, hey, you know what? Enough of this nonsense. This is what's going to happen. And you set boundaries for yourself and other and boundaries for other people mm-hmm. because people will treat you as they as you allow them to. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's about um, it's just really about how you move on and approach with everything that you do. And um, like I said, I'm still learning. By no means am I done learning. But I can tell you that this time around being single, I have a lot more self-respect than I did from when I was younger. And there's a lot of things that attribute to it. But overall, I I, I want to say that um, you're not alone. So if you're going through a breakup, you're not alone. We all are. And uh, we're all going through something. And it's about helping one another in a positive way. <laughs> it is, you know, because you always got to be positive. Yes. Right? So we're going to take a quick break here on the OBBM Network with Cassandra. Cassie. Yes. <laughs> How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today. That's 469-450-7350. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org. All right, welcome back. We're here with Cassie talking about relationships, mindset, and our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's something that you talked about too is like, you know, and perhaps I may have touched on it, it's like we're always looking outside of ourselves for that happiness and that validation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's why so many people have problems with the relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm divorced. And so when I reflect back on the relationship I had with my ex, we're both fully ignorant, right, of, mm-hmm. you know, what, what was to come from a relationship. And I was being selfish and inconsiderate, and so was she. So it goes back to, you know, we attract who we are, not what we want. Yeah. And so it's two selfish people 
right? Mm-hmm. One and the other person to validate them. Yes. And as I come to learn, the divorce rate in the United States is like 50, 51 percent. Wow. Which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And when I think about my grandparents, they were like one month shy of 69 years. And they tell me the story, my grandfather told the story about how they met on Sunday and got married on Thursday. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, you know, and to go almost 69 years and and prior to his passing, he talked about, he says, you know, the relationship wasn't always, you know, peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. But you have to learn to be best friends and this also comes with forgiveness. Yes, it really does. And, you know, nowadays, you know, people don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. When you're like 17, 18 years old, who are you? Yeah. You have no idea because, I mean, you're just like, just like a sprout, right? A yes. plant, right? You just, you still don't know who you are. You haven't fully developed. Exactly. And so people are always looking for love at an early, at an early age. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can, like I said, I throw myself in that mix as well because nobody teaches us about relationships yeah, there's no one-on-one, is there? Um, they teach you how to do math and reading and all of that, but they don't teach you about relationships. And and I think, I, I think if you have the right, um, you know, like parent or set of people that can talk to you about it, then it helps you understand it, so you don't feel like you're going in it alone. I definitely went in it alone. Um, I didn't get people to talk to me about it and how bad like it would hurt a heartbreak at 15, 16 years old. Um, but you know. It's about as you get older, you have to learn from the mistakes that were made in the relationships. And so the best thing for me is to leave a relationship and be like, okay, this is why it didn't work. And I see now that I could have done better. But now we're going to move into a different part of your life. And when you are ready to go into the next relationship, you are going to have a better understanding of, okay, this is how I'll approach it this time around. And then try it out. And you never know. It could actually work. And um, personalities, too, have to mix. You can't just... You can't just look for somebody that has a good looking face, but then their personality is just not equivalent to yours. Oh, exactly. And that's why some people always talk about how they look for certain qualities and characteristics, Mm -hmm. and that's what they're always looking for. And as I've come to learn from a a pastor, Alistair Begg, years ago, no matter who you meet, they're going to only have, at best, 80% of the qualities and characteristics which you like and appreciate. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be that 20% of the things which you don't want. Yeah. And it's about learning how to deal with that 20%. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to find a perfect partner. Let's just be realistic. There's no perfect partner out there. But there is somebody that is perfect for you. in the things that you don't have, they can bring into your life, you know, a yin and yang kind of thing. Right. And I think that's super important because if I had somebody that was just like me, I would not stand them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'm glad to like be able to find people that bring out something from me that I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't like this at first, but now I love it, you know? And it's about building each other up. And like you said earlier, it's about being, finding your best friend. And I think that's why I was in my last relationship for as long as I was. It was because it wasn't really working out romantically, but we were best friends and we still are, we are still friends. And so, um, you know, I think that's important to walk away from and, and be like, I at least had a friend out of it, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, I've seen people who they're so in love, mm. and then when they had the breakup, then they just like loathe one another. It's yes. like you know, 
But why? Yeah. It takes more energy to hate them than it does to just forgive them. Oh, and yeah. that's and that's coming from me because like, man, if you heard my story, you you'd be like, wow. But I, you know, I'm like, I've been in every relationship and I've always done the same traditional thing. You break up with them, you stop talking to them, that's it, right? They they never existed. But this time I was like, I was with somebody for seven years. There's a significance, families knew each other, whatever. And so I'm like, it's gonna take more energy for me to hate him for the rest of my life than to just be like, you know what? I forgive you. And maybe your heart was in the right place, but your actions were done differently. But I'm going to move on and you're going to be in my life because I want you in my life. I want you as my friend. And and so we're we're still working on it. We're working on communicating with each other and boundaries. Like you said, also, it's about boundaries. So he's dating. I'm dating. And it's a little weird for both of us. I won't lie. But it's I want to support him. I want to see him happy. I really do. Yeah. And you're right. It takes more energy to be negative than it does to be positive. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how that works. You know? And I was trying to think about that, and I, I don't want to put too much focus on that. But, mm. um, and that's why you, when you see people who are depressed, oh, yes. they're always sleeping mm-hmm. because it takes so much energy to be negative. Yeah. And your body, the sleep is your body's just your, its way of saying, hey, you know what? Uh, you've overwhelmed me. I'm shutting down. Mm-hmm. And so when so many people go through those hard breakups, I mean, you just see them. They just have that negative energy. And you talk about how we want to be around people who are positive because that's our natural state, to be positive. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's negative, we want to avoid them like the plague, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and I think the last thing that I wanted to say was just that um, if you feel that you need some assistance with your relationship, whether you're in one or maybe out of one, you can always go to therapy. You can always see a counselor. I I did, and it helped me not just in my relationship, but with my family lifestyle as well. So just always look for therapy or help, and um, if you can talk to somebody that you trust, even better. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. We'll call that a day. The purpose of this podcast is to help people get a better perspective of themselves. Happiness and success are an inside job. The answers you seek to live your best life are within you. As a performance and mindset coach, I meet you where you are and guide you on your journey to success. Check out my links in the description box because there's so much there that I don't want you to miss. This is Michael Chavez, and this is what it looks like on the other side of the bed. You've been listening to the Michael Chavez podcast, The Other Side of the Bed on the OBBM Network podcasts. To be a guest or sponsor of the Michael Chavez podcast, call 682-365-2078. Discover all the ways you can work with Michael in the description box below. Reproduction of the Michael Chavez podcast without permission is expressly prohibited, but you can freely share this content far and wide. For OBBM Network program information, call 214-714-0495. Call 214-714-0495.